Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. And we're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in the lower mainland of British Columbia, Canada. And we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of universal truth and spirit. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're struggling or soaring, there is a place for you here. And as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional and unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo nations. So now I invite you to let everything else go, silence your devices, close everything else, and just be here now together with us. So knowing that you are loved and embraced, let's begin with affirmative prayer. I invite you to turn within. to breathe with conscious awareness. How good it is to open the heart to spirit, to rest the mind in this presence and power of love, connection, belonging, that is the source of all life everywhere, sharing itself, giving of itself with everyone and everything. The very essence of life is eternal, perfect, whole, connecting all life everywhere. And so I recognize that I am an expression of this one life that it lives and breathes and moves right in through and as me. And as I know this of myself, I know that it is alive and well within each one gathered here today and listening to this replay, that everyone who joins in this consciousness is blessed by this time together. I know that this universal vibration of wholeness, of truth, of power, of love, that it lives, that it has a life of its own. And I just give thanks that each one here is an opening, an expression of this one life. And so I affirm that this time together in community, in practice, that it heals what is ready to be healed and that it opens the mind and heart to new possibility, to in fact, new ways of being together. I recognize that all change, even on national and global levels, that it begins with a single thought. And so I just give thanks for that possibility to be happening right here and now, that there is a thought in this time and in this place 
that ripples out changing the world. It's happening here. It's happening now. And why wouldn't it? Spirit is everywhere and everything. And so I simply celebrate the ways in which it shows up here. Blessing each one who joins in this community, in this consciousness, in this possibility of love and connection. I simply let this, let these words, my words, I let them go right into that divine law of mind, which always says yes. I too say yes. I say yes to this prayer, yes to this truth, and I now step forward into a brand new day. Knowing that this prayer unfolds perfectly, I let it be, and so it is. Every week we are blessed with live music. And today we are blessed by the very talented Theta Phoenix. Theta is a sacred sound channel, intuitive singer, songwriter, and recording artist whose angelic voice and soul inspiring lyrics touch people, move the heart, open the mind. She leads sound healing events using her powerful voice along with all of her instruments, crystal bowls, the harp, the guitar, her music inspires a deep connection to the heart and spirituality of the human experience, reminding us of the power of gratitude and our own inner guidance and connection with source energy. Feel free to check out all of her offerings on her website at thetaphoenix.com and please join me now in welcoming Theta Phoenix. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here. And I'm going to begin with a spontaneous song from the heart. Oh. 
Thank you so much, Tita. From my heart to yours. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I say yes to that beautiful voice and music. When was the last time you gave a wholehearted yes? When you said yes to something that excited and delighted you, when everything in you came alive and began to move in the direction of your yes. Your decision to say yes is the first step in a new adventure. I love adventure. And new adventures don't just take you to new places. They also help you become who you're meant to be in this lifetime. One of the biggest wholehearted yeses I made was when I chose to go to ministerial training at Holmes Institute. In order to become a minister with the Centers for Spiritual Living, you must first become a, a licensed practitioner. And I always thought that I would be a practitioner for a couple of years before applying to ministerial school. But just a few months after becoming a practitioner, I heard an inner voice instruct me to apply now. It wasn't what I had planned, but there was this knowing inside of me that, that now was the time to apply. And so I followed that knowing and applied. My first class was Metaphysical Bible with Reverend Deborah Johnson. And she was one of the reasons that I had chosen the Santa Rosa campus as my home campus because I wanted the chance to study with her. She's the founding minister of Inner Light Ministries in Santa Cruz County, California. She grew up in a Pentecostal fundamentalist Christian environment, and she brings that flair with her to her new thought teachings. She's also an African-American female, openly gay, a civil rights activist, and spent many years as an MBA consultant to Fortune 500 companies. And now you see why I was drawn to her. <laughs> We're both unlikely ministers, and yet I've learned that spirit doesn't care if you're likely or not. <laughs> and ministry has a way of making excellent use of all of life's experiences, no matter how painful, challenging, or unlikely. So Reverend Deborah is a powerful conduit for truth and spirit. She's the author of this month's book of the month titled, The Sacred Yes letters from the infinite. This book is a compilation of letters she wrote after having a mystical experience. It happened during what she describes as a dark night of the soul. Her heart was heavy. She was tired and full of remorse. And in a rare moment of rest and relaxation, while traveling for work, she found herself alone in the hotel sauna 
grieving and sobbing. And in what she describes as an out-of-body death experience, her life flashed before her like a slideshow. And here's how she describes it. Reading from her book. Each scene was a moment in time when I could have been kinder, more thoughtful, more loving, or more genuine. It was clear that this review was carefully crafted for my growth and awareness, not for criticism or judgment. Simultaneously, I felt both sadness and an odd sense of peace about it all. What I was most acutely aware of was having choice. I could have chosen to do things differently. It was also clear that I was going to be given another opportunity to make new choices. It felt much more like a rebirth than a second chance. After this experience, she went back to her hotel room and felt a strong desire to write. She opened her computer and outpoured the very first letter from the infinite. The letters in the book are written from spirit to Reverend Deborah. And she published them because she knows that they aren't just for her, that they're for all of us. She sees herself as a conduit for information and she says that spirit is available equally to anyone and everyone. Each one of us can be a conduit for information and it all starts by connecting with yes. Being a conduit for the divine is more than just receiving information. It's about making contact with the divine, receiving the information and understanding it, saying yes to it, following it, embodying it. And, and this is why spirit speaks to your heart. But there's a different definition of heart here. Here's how Spirit explains it in this week's Letter from the Infinite titled, I Speak to Your Heart. Your heart encompasses the totality of you as a living, breathing, spiritual being incarnate in the flesh. It incorporates what you consider to be mind, body, and soul. The heart represents the full integration of them all, not merely a single aspect of you. The heart is the life force center. So spirit can and wants to give you love, guidance, wisdom, and clarity through your thoughts, your emotions, your body, and your creativity. Through the very essence of who you are. So in the letter, Spirit says, I am always standing ready. I am available. That is to say, I am accessible. You have my full attention. And all of this is my deep intention. Ah, 
interesting. So here is your first question for reflection. What would you say to spirit if you had spirit's full attention? Or, or maybe more importantly, what would you ask if you had spirit's full attention? Well, according to the letter from the infinite, you do have spirit's full attention. And yet in order to connect, you also have to give your full attention. So spirit says in the letter, I speak to your heart always, but you will not hear the voice until you show up in the moment with a certain degree of availability on your part. Understand that this availability does not mean that you have to be a saint. I need your genuine accessibility, your attention, and your intention. Mm. I love it when there are clear directions, right? Spirit needs three things, your accessibility, your attention, and your intention. So the very first thing to consider is when you look at how your life is structured, how accessible are you to spirit? Have you ever noticed how sometimes a really good idea or thought, insight, will come to you when you're getting ready in the morning or going to sleep at night? These times at the beginning and ending of the day might be the only time you slow down enough to hear the wisdom and clarity that's flowing to you. These might be the few moments in the day when you're accessible to spirit. But please don't use this as a way to judge or criticize yourself. Remember when Reverend Deborah saw the scenes of her life pass before her when she could have made more loving and kind choices? She wasn't getting the information as punishment. She was getting that information so that she could grow, develop, and start over. So this is your opportunity to start anew. And here is your second question for reflection. Thinking about your daily schedule, are there any adjustments you'd like to make in order to increase your accessibility to spirit? And how, how might you make yourself more accessible? I like to journal, meditate, walk, contemplate some of the ways that I make myself, myself accessible. So there's your third question for reflection. How am I accessible to spirit? How am I accessible to spirit? How can I make myself accessible to spirit? So making time for spirit in your schedule 
and, and what you do is just a part of being available. In the letter, Spirit says, the goings on in your heart are a tremendous indicator of your availability to me. What is in your heart? What is in your heart? So now remembering that spirit's definition of heart includes mind, body, and soul, this question encompasses much more than just how you're feeling. It also includes what you're thinking and experiencing in your body. And what you're thinking and how you're feeling emotionally and physically will increase or decrease your availability to receive, know, and follow divine love, wisdom, and guidance. And here's the catch. What you're thinking, feeling, and sensing is deeply impacted by the functioning of your brain. And the functioning of your brain is deeply impacted by your experience with your original caretakers, your current interactions with other people now, and any trauma, abuse, or neglect that you've experienced throughout your life. I'm currently reading a fascinating book called Your Resonant Self, Guided Meditations and Exercises to Engage Your Brain's Capacity for Healing by Sarah Payton. She uses interpersonal neurobiology and mindfulness to help us heal the brain so that your inner voice is one of warmth, compassion, and creativity. So that you can be accessible to spirit. I mean, I added that last part. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say, well, I haven't read the whole book yet, but she doesn't say that these exercises make you more accessible to spirit, but, but they do. They do. Peyton teaches us that the feeling tone of your inner voice might simply be a function of your brain. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> and thankfully, your brain changes with new experiences repeated over time. So you can change the feeling tone of your inner voice. And in other words, we can teach our brains how to respond with more warmth, tenderness, and care for ourselves and others. It all begins with your willingness to set a clear intention of warmth for yourself. In chapter one of her book, uh, Sarah Payton gives us a meditation exercise to practice called breathing. Essentially, you sit quietly and you count your breath. And whenever you get distracted or your mind wanders, you gently ask your attention to come back to focusing on the breath. You just keep counting and notice what happens. And gently and with kindness, continue to invite your attention back to the sensation of breathing. 
when your mind wanders, because it will, you aren't getting it wrong. Remember the intention here is warmth for yourself. So the wandering actually provides an opportunity for warmth, for self-warmth. Furthermore, every time you provide warmth to yourself, you're rewiring your brain. So let us remember why we're doing this. Spirit is always available for you. Spirit wants to speak to your heart and through your heart. And in order for this to happen, you must provide your genuine accessibility, your attention, and your intention. Spirit wants to express itself through your authentic self. And in the letter, Spirit says, I need places and spaces in the universe through which I can love, teach and embrace, inspire and uplift, through which my divine plans can unfold. Places and spaces through which my divine plans can unfold. So when was the last time you gave a wholehearted yes? You know, in today's talk, I shared one of my most monumental ones, like a super huge one that changed the trajectory of my life and career and also brought me here to you. But wholehearted yeses come in all sizes. And in fact, my monumental yes started with little itty bitty daily yeses. So this week, I encourage you to connect with yes at least once a day. Make yourself accessible to spirit. Give your attention and intention. Practice being warm and gentle with yourself as a way to expand your accessibility. Know that no matter what you've been through in life, Spirit is extending its warmth, love, wisdom, and guidance to you. Today is the day to say yes to it, to accept it wholeheartedly, and to see not only how your life changes, but how your brain changes, and how that enables you to say yes to your life purpose, to your soul's life work, and really just saying yes to the life that you're meant to live, the authentic life of you, the divine plans unfold as you, individually and collectively. Let's do this together. Let's say yes together. And so it is. So let's take it into prayer treatment. I invite you to turn within, to relax the mind, being conscious of your breath, allowing yourself to settle into that heart space, that spirit space, that center of the divine that lives within you. And just recognizing that there is 
the source of all life flowing to each one of us, right inside the mind, the heart, the body. Each one of us is a unique and important, valuable expression of spirit, of truth, of love. And so what I claim for this week is that each one of us is guided perfectly in the exact ways of knowing come to light that bring each one of us more accessible to truth, to love. Because I recognize that the, the truth of each one of us is this pure vibration of love, of wholeness, of beauty and power. I know that each one of us is created to be a powerful presence in the world, whether that is for one person or for the masses, each one of us is so important and valuable as the expression of spirit. I recognize that each life is this expression of the divine. And so just knowing that this is true, I give deep and profound thanks for the clarity, for the peace, for, for the, the, even the uncomfortable ways that each one of us might be inspired to step out of the comfort zone, to say yes to the adventure, to say yes to spirit, to say yes to inner guidance, and to do and say what is ours to do and say. I recognize that underneath it all is this, this impetus for harmony, for connection, for authentic connection. I know that the truth of us is, is this immeasurable worth and value, that each one of us is worthy of dignity and respect, of dependability. And so I simply celebrate the ways in which each one of us shows up for ourselves and each other this week. I know that we're divinely guided and inspired. I know that this yes said here now moves, unfolds, takes root, and it grows into fruition for each one of us. Just celebrating this is so, celebrating this adventure of life, I simply release this prayer into that divine law of mind. Knowing it is already done, I step into its perfect unfoldment now. A brand new life. I let it be. And so it is. Yes, and so it is. We create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. If you are inspired by today's music and message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we greatly receive any gifts, any tithe, or any offering that you have. There are three ways to donate. You can visit our website. If you still wish to, you can mail us a check, make it out to CSL White Rock, or you can send us an e-transfer. So our, our prosperity affirmation, um, please join me with our prosperity affirmation. It says, divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is.